Hello, friends. Nico here from the Geek Cast Live, and you are proudly listening to the Movie Podcast Network. Hey there, Cartoon Joe here. If you like what we do, head on over to Patreon.com for special extras and crispy num-nums that you can get for just a few dollars a month. That's Patreon.com slash GeekCastLive. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes or YouTube or follow us on SoundCloud. Be sure to comment, like, review, leave cynical comments, or call Nick mean names. He likes when you do that. Like books? Hate to read? Have ears? Like to listen? Well, we have a solution. Audible.com, where there's over like a million or something books that you can listen to with your ears. Go to audible.com slash geekcastlive for a nice kick in the pants. We'll do it live! It's a trap! Kelly ho everyone, welcome to Speaking of Black Gollum. For of the GeekCast Live podcast, I'm your host, Four GCR, and noises. with me, as always, Rob Bass. It's uh, Nick. And Cartoon Joe. I was really hoping, Joe, that you were just going to go with construction sounds. <laughs> like it's a... Uh, like Torque Construction Zone Jackson. <laughs> So that, really, that got out of, that, out of, that got out of control as it got right to my lips. Sounds like <laughs> kind of tripped over Tor- at delivery. Construction zone. Yeah. Think of a last name. Think of a last name. You know, it, it's it's like the the Peter Griffin thing where he's like, "Oh, quick! I have to come up with an alias." What are the first three things P- that I see? P- what? Water? Peter? Uh, Griffin. Uh, Damn. Uh, Damn. Uh, twerk. Construction Jones. Uh, Jones. Jones. Yeah. Construction Jones. Construction, Construction Jones. Jones. Yeah. I, I had. We'll one actually go and just like shorten. 2010. That. Oh. Uh, this is, a nice this is a long summer. A nice, a nice Construction, Construction Jones. Jones. Yeah. Jesus. Mm, Welcome back, Nick. Jones and for Thank you. Some construction. How, um, well, who had a prescription? Yep. Yes. Okay. How you been, my man? Oh, just just in the wind. Should have said more cowbell. Sorry. I believe... Uh, <laughs> I. It was an opportunity. I fucking missed it. I believe that... Uh, 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 Facebook told me, anyway, today, that... Um, happy anniversary? Is Thank that- you. Yeah. Yes, it was uh, two years ago today that uh, we all drank ourselves into oblivion. Woo! <laughs> Bubbly. It's delicious. This <laughs> is delicious. <laughs> yep, the Apache War song was sang at your at your uh, it was. ceremony. It, Beautiful. And the uh, and the uh, Captain Planet. Oh my God! Episode. Yep. <laughs> Beautiful. And then I remember you running around with a magnum of our finest champagne. I did. I did. I I I find myself there a lot at weddings. I I've come it's kind to of your thing. Now. In your defense, came, we got thing. to the end of the night and there were still several bottles left. There were there. They needed to be somebody had to do it. Yeah. 
I did the same thing at uh, Tom and Kim's wedding too, though. It was just uh, like, well, I guess I'll just I'll I'll make this bottle of champagne last two more songs on the floor. <laughs> there, there was some dousing, if I recall. So anyway, happy anniversary and welcome back. Welcome back. Thank it's you. been uh, like a, a cool three weeks. I, I have been I've been adrift on the uh, the sea of infinite sadness. Yes. We well, have a van at work that we a... call the van of infinite sadness. Whoa. That sounds like a bad thing to have around children. Actually, it's not called that. We call it the van of a thousand sorrows, to be exact. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Super metal. It sounds like a, one of those Japanese snuff cartoons. <laughs> also known as anime. Yes. No, well, yes. I don't watch a lot of anime, so I find myself. Uh, watching I've a got, lot on I've Facebook. got three, I've got three words for you: Steve Ness briefcase. Oh, for any of you who <laughs> get that, some, I get some, it. Some beta, I get it. And Steve Ness, if you're listening, you get we it. We know too. what's in your briefcase. <laughs> yeah, you're no more Stellas Wallace. Oh no, God, no. So, oh man. Hey, so um. Yeah. Uh, some news. Mm-hmm. Um, we record this on uh, Wednesday, September twentieth. Uh, it is released on Saturday, September twenty third, and there's a good chance, according to uh, the internet and the documentary I watched tonight, that uh, this might be the last thing you listen to as the world is destroyed by uh, Nehru. The uh, ah. the hidden the hidden planet that is supposed to destroy the Earth is that uh, is that this week? According to biblical prophecy, that's this Saturday, the twenty third. Which 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 Bible and uh, which Revelation? <laughs> what would be the pro- prophet prophet prophet? There we go. Which prophet? Well, that'd be, uh, that'd that'd be, be? Uh, John of Patmos. If it's it'd be, Revelation. It would say it'd be John because he he wrote Revelation. Uh, uh, most likely John the Elder. John of the Fever Dream. John the, yeah, versus John the Evangelist. Uh, yeah. So You see, for the first time in, according to the documentary, 7,000 years, um, uh, Revelation 12 uh, will actually come true in our night sky, uh, uh, which is a, a, a portent to destruction, according to... Uh, Many Christian scholars who oh, are also shit, are astrologists. Like, I hope you said Christian with your quotes. What was that, Rob? I said, are we going to get some like Agdu Jihad up in here? Some like Lovecraftian <laughs> horrors? Old Elder Gods? Um, uh, wrong religious system, but oh. A for I effort. <laughs> absolutely upside down right now. <laughs> well, if you yeah, indulge yeah, me. Indulge me. I was, I've been wanting to talk about this since I watched the... Uh, since I watched the uh, Lovecraft, nope. Mm-mm. Oh, <laughs> Revelation. 12. I'm going to read you Revelation 12 verbatim. For a Please, this thing which, has gone uh, hard which, left. Which, oh, it's which, it is a hard left. Yeah, this is this which is translation wonderful. you're using so I can follow along. Uh, I I got it off of uh, my my Bible app. I think it's uh, let me check here. Shakespearean. It's the Shakespearean version of the oh, Bible. Version. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a Shakespearean we Bible are. app also. It's the American standard. There's money to be made there, Nick. I'm telling you. The, Ameri- mm-hmm. the American, 
to tra- to translate the Bible into uh, iambic pentameter? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Revelation 12. And a great sign was seen in heaven, a woman arrayed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of twelve stars. And she was with child, and she crieth out, travailing in birth and in pain, to be delivered. Now, Bible scholars... Sure, glad that's the tenets that we build some of modern society on. Who are Bible scholars who are also... Who are also numerologists? That's sound. That's sound. And, fiscal strategy and shade tree astrologists would tell you what that, also that means. Show title: shade tree <laughs> astrologist. <laughs> Supposedly, for the first time in what they say is seven thousand years, the only woman in the sky is the constellation Virgo. Right? Sure. And uh, if you don't it's... count the seven Pleiades. Sisters. <laughs> Sweet, sweet rebuttals. I love how it's already debunked. So, so you know, no, keep going. This is great. Like, like, well, that's the only mustard in there. Yeah, except for all the other mustards. Right. Um, except for the brown so, hall so, scene. Also, uh, I'm, I'm not, I am not a scholar, but 7,000 years into the future from a point of which I thought was only about 2,000 or so years ago that all that fun stuff got scribbled down by the two semi-literate people in all the fucking Eastern Hemisphere. <laughs> so my math might be escaping me, but as, are we... No, are you're 5,000 years off. Okay. Well, okay. let's let's not digress too far from this digression. Sorry. Virgo sits in the night sky where the top of Virgo, or her head, is um, right below Leo, which has nine stars. Uh, for the first time in 7,000 years, uh, Mercury, Mars, and Venus will all be aligned off the top of her head, giving that 12 stars. So she is, um, she'll have a head of 12 stars, if you will. As a Leo, hot. <laughs> 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 Proceed. It's also at that time that the moon will be towards her feet. So the um, uh, the moon under her feet, as per Revelation 12, and the sun will be up off of her shoulder. So she will be um, uh, she will be uh, arrayed in sunlight, which I believe is Revelation uh, 12 as well. Yeah. And uh, um, and Jupiter is in retrograde which is normally found in what they call Virgo's, get this, womb. Oh. I and thought you were going to say endometriosis. <laughs> and that is like her with child. But on the 23rd, Jupiter will actually move from inside of her womb to outside of her womb as if she's given birth. Giving birth to the uh, king of the gods. The, the, the literal king of kings from uh, Greek mythology. World Actually, Jupiter. That's Roman ends. theology. World ends. What I love is how is the minimal use of conjecture in this story. That's, minimal. It's my, probably my favorite part. Minimal. Small. Tremendous. Small amounts. So hey, there you was, know, I, I can oh. see that. It's, and J- Jupiter is red. Uh, I'm assuming these guys so can't the count very well, so it probably has seven heads 
and 10 horns that adds up to like 17 so that's probably the moons of jupiter even though it has i like like 18 major moons and then a bunch of smaller ones with the lesser moons of jupiter mm-hmm. band rob was in i'm it, sure you fucking right it was <laughs> if nothing else it's a sound clown stream <laughs> 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 so anyway, I watched that last night from about 12 to 1 because uh, I'm a glutton for punishment. Send, send so me a say, link that, to that, We, could, we could play a fun game called like 18 Things Better to Do with Ryan's Time at Midnight. We could. Um, one would be uh, A wise sleep. man once told me sleep, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I sleep. was going to read some uh, uh, Yugoslavian theologian Miroslav Volf. But I think I'm going to watch this instead. <laughs> it, it's on. It's currently, I believe, it's currently on the audience channel, uh, on my uh, direct TV the, box. The audience channel. Yeah, they it's know their nice audience. Like, that that the sounds world. like the like the the channel that Jerry would just have on in the background at all times. The a channel for, for the you, the audience, the audience channel. <laughs> like uh, human music. Bum, 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 bum. Show me what you got. Mm-hmm. Somebody's, uh huh. Got mm-hmm. a terrible rabbit hole there. High as fuck again. No idea what's going on. Because he refuses to watch Rick and Morty. I don't refuse. <laughs> you just uh, excuse yourself from the responsibility. I don't feel that I think responsibility is probably too heavy of a of a I feel task like it's title. Out. Twenty minutes a pop. If you take one extra long poop a day, you can knock it out in a month. Well, then I'd have to take my iPad into the shitter. Yes, and then we'd all and? get pink eye. Hey, oh, ah, <laughs> another reference. <laughs> I try and keep my deuces under eleven minutes. Do you? Whenever possible. Really? Yeah, I got one of those like uh, yeah. pastry like timers a, like a, in there. Down, <laughs> download VLC Media Player and play it back at twice speed. There you go. He's got uh, a chalkboard that he actually just keeps track of ch- times on it. What? What's a pastry? Chakras? What chakras, yeah. You yeah. Keep, <laughs> chakra make time. sure that all of your chakras are aligned while you're sitting there in your 11 minutes. Oh, if they're aligned, it's in and out in four. Yeah, it, I don't know if you've That's, ever had a, a chakra aligning deuce before, Rob. But uh, it's proper. Yeah, the first time I used one of those pooping stools. I say I'm not big on like uh, onion and banana juice. <laughs> yeah. What? It's great for aligning your chakras. That makes sense. You have, you, if you get the full, like full lined up chakra deuce, it's it's, not, it's like a ghost wipe situation. Mm-hmm. Fucking. I know exactly what you, you mean. You just powder up and go back to work. Did you say ghost dad? <laughs> Easy, <Yep>. Rosillo. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he dances to chase a lobster in that movie. I could have been drunk, but uh, I'm 98% sure. So hold on. I'm still a little bit hung up on this thing. They based this whole thing off of the first two verses of Revelation 12. No, it, 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 it actually... It, they it continue to break it down. Where, okay, uh, I believe I if it keeps going, it talks about a red dragon. Yeah. Um, is that a euphemism for something? Mm, no. no it's, uh, the first in the Hannibal Lecter series. Also Rome. 
Is it Rome? Is that what they're, yeah. is that what they're meaning what, there in that? Uh, it, it has, anyway. Uh, they believe that the Red Dragon is, is uh, a direct reference to uh, Planet X or uh, Nehru, the red mm-hmm. fucking like ghost planet that's uh, orbiting the sun. Definitely, but not only the comes around during like biblical. Sorry, yeah. I keep asking you questions and interrupting you because I just can't stand these people. Well, that's you know. Fair. One of these days, they're going to be right, Joe. By the law of averages. Yep. It's a numbers game. <laughs> In more ways than one. Yep. If you wake up on the first and say, like, every day this year is the end of the world, and you do that every year, you'll never be wrong. It's true. I'm just saying, I mean, hey, you got, you got, you got uh, Trump at the UN talking about peace in the middle east i'm just saying it's all we're, pointing. we're not we're not going to talk about it's that. all it's all point, it's all pointing <laughs> it's, it's all, all coming up millhouse that's, <laughs> that's rancid <laughs> anyway i just wanted to let everybody if you're if, if this is the last thing you listen to as the world uh dies uh thanks for tuning yeah. in you could have been listening to love love lost by chamber band or love left, excuse me. Wow. Yeah. Or um, your dog. Anything farts. else? Reading yeah. Signed. You know. Who's what? Whose dog? You could no. You could be listening to your dog fart. Oh. While mm. the world ends. Got it. Got so. it. So. That sounds poor. Do you think there are? Do you think there are worse sounds than that for like when the world ends? <laughs> yes. Like, l- l- let me rephrase it. Not necessarily like the the worst in terms of worse like the most dog horrifying parts. or anything like that. Like the worst is just like the uh, either the most mundane or uh, Caspian. Like whenever whenever <laughs> everybody is dead and you guys all have to <laughs> God Caspian. <laughs> Sorry. Seriously, uh, if you guys are gonna do quaaludes and shit, you gotta at least give me a warning or a heads up. <laughs> Because I can't, I can't keep up. Uh, shit. We're just happy you're back, Nick. That's not true. Somebody's huffing glue and not sharing. Oh, so what? It's I not mean, me. Seriously, seriously, what have you been? What have you been doing, man? What's up? You you do anything fun? You see? Have you seen it yet? You know I'm not allowed to go to movies. I know. I was just hoping against hope that you've seen it. I'm nope. like the only person I know besides Jason Piles who's seen it. Seen what? Um, my <laughs> oldest, run? my oldest went to I see it seen. with a friend. Seen what? And liked it. So you want couch gag? Huh. Uh, yeah. No, I have. Uh, I have not yet. I desperately need to get over there and see it, though. I've heard nothing but good things thus far. Like nothing. It's it's what the highest rated or the highest grossing R-rated movie box office weekend. It's the highest. Seriously? It's the highest. No rated, way. Rated R horror movie or, or highest. Oh, rated. Ra- uh, uh, let me get this. Hold on. Uh, it's the largest grossing rated R horror movie of all time. I think, I, think I got right. that right. Already? Yes. Yeah. Already. It, it, it blew up like a lot. It should. It's extremely good. I heard it's more of like a thriller than like a horror movie. Is that true? Um, yes, it's still very scary. 
Um, well, the original was very scary, but not per se a horror movie either. So I guess that makes sense. Um, it's just so well acted that it's, I mean, it's, it's ridiculously good. Ridiculously. Yes. It'll be in my top 10 list at the end of the year. Yeah, but so was Easily. fucking Home for Dogs or whatever the fuck. I mean, Every Tomahawk was really good. You yeah, shut fun. your yeah. whore mouth. <laughs> How'd you know he was trying to say Bone Tomahawk when he said Home for Dogs? <laughs> I just, he's just there. Yeah, sometimes the Joe phase, okay. it works in reverse. <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, Home for, home for Dogs. Yeah, the Kurt the, 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 the Kurt Russell vehicle. Yeah, you got. There was some really good slant rhyme going on. I was just I was just tracking it. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> bone, dogs, tomahawk. I don't. <laughs> it tracks. Where are you lost? <laughs> oh, oh. Jesus Christ! <gasps> oh man, do you see how terrible Inhumans is doing? No. Uh, to truth be told, I push that out of uh, into like a nice little dark box and buried it I, somewhere. I, I keep forgetting it exists. Remember when it was released as like it was going to be like the big movie after yeah. Infinity War? I was I was stoked. Yeah. And as soon as I heard they were putting it on television, I lost all interest immediately. Yeah. And now it's, for Marvel's Lifetime series, Inhumans. It's it's track it's tracking like uh, they've already Starring said it'll probably only CGI have one robot. season. Really? Yeah. I'm oh, I didn't even know it was out, so I guess I can't act surprised. It. Uh, I think it was fairly well cast. It was just uh, they decided to make it a, like an ABC Family show. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, it's very just fun. Not, They'd even better off like putting it on MTV and making it like the Chronicles of Shinara. But what I'm saying, like, I'm saying, here's a low bar that they could have hit, oh. and they didn't. <laughs> I'm surprised, Nick, that that Chronicles of Shinara <clears throat> bullshit on MTV hasn't made you just go on a rampage. If I watched TV, it would, but I didn't even know it existed until a few episodes ago. I think it was Metroid that brought it up, and I. Don't. I mean, I, I if I had any time to watch anything, I'd watch Rick and Morty. I wouldn't go self-flagellate with a Shannara spinoff. Good call. Especially so. since you love those books. I really did. I mean, I really did as a kid. Sure. I haven't read them in probably twenty years, but they were really good. If you if you can overlook that their whole premise was you know a fairly violent rape and pillage of the fellowship of the ring uh the subsequent books were uh, pretty cool at the time i didn't realize that though so i was able to enjoy it <laughs> <laughs> oh man did you see the punisher trailer today who are you talking to it just i was yes. a general that was a, like a lady oh, yes. it was it, it was everything that i wanted it to be it it looks like it's really Punisher TV show movie um, uh, Netflix. Netflix. So I'm pumped that Frank Grabble voice is back. Yes, my man, my man Johnny B. Yeah. Oh yeah. That yeah, he's back. I'd probably, I'd probably watch that. Yeah, and what's what's his tagline this time? A truth must be taken. 
Yeah. Is that his? Uh... That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know what that means. But it's provocative. Uh, it is. It is. It gets yes. the people going. It is provocative. <laughs> yeah, he's a uh, Frank Castle's my spirit animal. I think. Yeah. You no. could have a worse Patronus. Than Frank Castle. Than Frank Castle. Can you imagine reading Harry Potter and like mm-hmm. uh, Justin Finch Fletchley casts his first Patronus in the Room of Requirement? And it's fucking, it's the Punisher. It's Frank Castle with like an AK. (laughs) A weapon that doesn't exist in the minds of wizards. (laughs) Also, points for Justin Finch Fletchley. Oh, yeah. That was good. Throw that out there. My my family and I used to play a game where you had to go around and name Harry Potter characters until you couldn't, and then that person lost. We should should play a game. We'll, we'll play it when we go on our absinthe run. Yeah, no, can I'm you tell us it. more about that? Uh, Geekery, probably. Okay. Okay. Well, we don't have a guest, so... Oh, well... Oh, yeah. I see how it is. Well, <laughs> what, what, what do you see how, there? Yeah, how is it, Joseph? <laughs> yeah, explain... Nicholas, was, what was, do you got going on there? I was promised a guest. <laughs> <laughs> I, I listened to music today. Oh, did so that I can oh, talk we, about it. Well, Tyler, then let's we talk, talk about music. Nope. Let's, let, no, let's do this nope, right now. Nope. Right now. Yeah, let's, talk, let's talk about music. What do you right listen now. to? The, the National just had their first number one album. Ooh, that's Ooh. exciting. The National? Who? Most Ooh. famous for The Reigns of Castamere. I'm sure they've done other things, but that's the only thing that I know of theirs. Wonderful. They're good. They're a good listen. They're a little morose. They're a little... Um, existential okay but uh good they're good they're a good listen they're kind of, it's kind of like listening to like uh like bonnie Vay with a little edge okay yeah i and love bonnie right yeah. <laughs> i love you nick thanks for coming back on the show <laughs> i wasn't doing a forced sabbatical i just fucking i love i love stacks bonnie deep Reed. Well, what did you listen uh, to today, Joe? Oh, I listened to uh, Chamber Band's new album, Governor Square, which is based on H.G. Uh, Wells' novels, uh, The Time Traveler and um, The Invisible Man. And it was really good. I mean, Did they combine they, the two? Is he like an invisible time-traveling man? Uh, you know, I've never read either of those books, so I couldn't quite man. follow. But I'm guessing it was half and half. Okay. So there was a lot of like references to people's dads being terrible. I don't know. It was weird. And then at one point, someone's like talking to their brother. I don't. I didn't get it. But I liked it. It was good. They had a <laughs> similar sound quality to careers, um, as opposed to deities. So I dug it. It wasn't. Uh, I think if I had read those books and I had gotten the references, I would have liked it a lot better. I haven't read Time Traveler in forever. Yeah, I've only ever seen the uh, the movie from either the late 90s or the early aughts. Yeah. So. You're thinking of The Fountain with uh, Hugh Jackman. Mm, no, I think you're thinking also, of The Prestige no, with Hugh Jackman. You're thinking of The Time Traveler's Wife with mm. Rachel McAdams. Because H.G. Wells' Time Traveler I don't think was made in the late 90s or early aughts. I believe that was like the 1970s. 
I'm out of things that I know, so I'm just going to Google. <laughs> like you had a bag of just like there was like eight things in it. Yep. And you, you used them all. I used them all. Well, the, shit, the bag's empty now. What do I do? Put it on my head. I, it. <laughs> I still think I still think a, 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 a movie or a TV show or a book about a guy who creates a time machine. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then gets in it, and then just lives his life in it, traveling through time. Forward, second by second. Yes. Like five yeah. years later, he's been in the machine for five years, traveling through time. Didn't Scott Bakula do this once? No. Yeah, oh. no, he yeah, he did. But that was what was the name of the other dude? Actor or character? Both. Uh Dick Grayson. Uh, the, char- the, the character name I would never get. Um if I had a little time I could probably give you the actor. I was thinking of the time machine, by the way. Mm. I want to say it was uh eminently forgettable. Captain Kirk. No, he was a Dean Roddenberry. Wasn't he a captain? Dean no. Stockwell. Dean Stockwell. Dean Stockwell is the same as the dude who was Walker Texas Rangers sidekick, who was also in Die Hard that you know that no one else knows. Uh, you mean uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> also uh, Sundown? Yeah, Sundown. Uh, that would be uh, what the hell? Is, I, I, I always want to call him Gerard Depardieu, but I know that's not him. No, you're talking about my guy, <laughs> Clarence Gilliard. Clarence Jr.? Gilliard Jr. God damn it! I'm uh, there's always room for Clarence Gilliard Jr. in my vocabulary, and I can never I remember mean, who that fucking man is. He's one of those guys that I don't know. He he needs his own special show. When you're in able to be the quarterback is toast. And we could have had him, Mav. Uh, mm-hmm. when, when you were able to bridge that gap and be Walker, Texas Ranger sidekick, you've had yeah. a career. You really have. As Rob and Joe stare aimlessly into the microphone. I was, I'm, learning, uh, I'm learning about him on Wikipedia. He's an American actor, college professor, and author. See if we can get him on the show. Yeah, not unlike Ahmad Rashad. No, I got nothing for if, a modern shot. Also if, a great name. I I had a taste. At least like a seven out of ten in terms of names. A mod Rashad, husband of, uh, is it Felicia Rashad? Yeah, Mrs. Yeah. Cosby. Mrs. 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 Huxtable. Mrs. Huxtable. Mrs. Cosby is a douche, but Miss Huxtable is cool. <laughs> Fucking Ahmad Rashad. There's a name. I spent the whole weekend trying to drop as many strange names in conversations I could. Um, I got to Mark DeCascos and quit. That that was your drop to end all drops. Were you going that like was... alphabetically or? <laughs> no, I was uh, oh, actually okay. street. I was street dance fighting. So. Of a numerousness. Jesus Christ, I'm having some sort of like out-of-body experience. <laughs> Can we have a bad, like a like a 
perfectly good bad movie like marathon the four of us because if you guys all, have only, the strong, only the strong only the strong is getting early run oh my god is it one of the best worst movies you'll ever see i'd watch it right now i'd watch it right now yep and then i would watch the substitute <laughs> is that the one with lou gossett and uh Beringer, or is that? No, I believe Bar- I believe uh, Beringer is the principal. Right. Okay. Well, the substitute is who then? Uh, the substitute is uh, no. The substitute is is, is No, the substitute is Beringer. The principal is um is uh Belushi. Oh, oh, oh God, that was a rough year for Hollywood. Yeah, a rough stretch. Wait, is like Lucas Jr. in both of those movies? I know he's in one of them because he's got a baseball bat, but I couldn't for the life of me tell you which is which right now. <laughs> which movie he had the baseball bat in? Or Speaking speaking of guys that make our Lord of the Bling remake, there's a, there's a spot for LGJ. Like Enemy Mine? Yes. With, yeah. uh, he probably plays uh, uh, Saruman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's actually a really good call. It's actually yeah. a good okay, so, call. So to put it to yeah. bed, the substitute is Tom Berenger and Ernie Hudson. Also in <laughs> He might be Gandalf. It's not him, but, it's Keith David, David Keith. <laughs> Strong the the not white one, whichever one that is. I, uh, I think Keith David is the white is the black one. Correct. Right. David Keith yep. is the white one. Uh, and then and then the principal is Lou Gossett Jr. and uh, Jim Belushi. Okay, that one's more awful than the other one. The principal is much more awful, um, except for the fact that the substitute also has Luis Guzman in it. So. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a. It's kind of a wash. I really want to make Rob and Joe watch Only the Strong. I do too. I don't think they could stand it. I mean, I'm down to try it. I suppose I'm... words. I suppose I'll regret. <laughs> Ex special forces soldier Luis Stevens returns to Miami to find his former high school overrun by drugs and violence. A master of the Brazilian martial art Capoeira, what the Stevens fuck? pledges Cap- Capoeira. to Capoeira. Stevens pledges to straighten out a dozen of the school's worst students by teaching them this demanding and highly disciplined disciplined fighting style. Slowly, his program begins to work, giving the students new hope and purpose. But the local drug lord, himself a martial arts expert, <laughs> vows to stop Stevens' positive influence. Now Stevens must fight to save his own life, as well as the lives of his rebellious young students. Fuck that noise. No, right. dude. I'm Rob, what if, what, if I, Rob, what if I put it to you this way? What if, what if the Iron Chef is fighting Screwface in a schoolyard? Because I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Okay, uh-huh. so... Now are you in? You, you, you might have bought me at least a scene. And they're playing like a string sitar. 
There's like there's a whole episode of Bob's Burgers I get now because of the description of this movie. <laughs> I wouldn't have even put any of that together if you hadn't said that. So hold on, is there is there a is there a Bob's Burgers episode that talks about only the strong? No, there's a Bob's Burger episode where uh, Tina decides she wants to learn a martial art because the guy she likes the butt of is doing a martial art, and. Um, their instructor is a guy who's really into capoeira, and he looks like the bad guy from this movie. It's probably him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That that's I didn't really watch Bob's Burgers. I may have to now once I watch Rick and Morty because that's some sweet meta right there. I would also recommend it for that in general. Bob's Burgers is really good for meta humor. So we'll uh, we'll do that. We'll pencil it in for a. Uh, Strap you to a chair and, and get you a little Mark DeCosco's action for about 88 minutes. Makes me want to spin. Perfect. As a millennial, 88 minutes is exactly my attention span. So. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That is my jam. It's the only song I fight to. <laughs> right. Like there's, take- there's a scene it, there's a scene in the movie where shit's going down in like a biker bar and the dude walks over to the like the jukebox puts his 35 cents in cuz that's how much it costs. <laughs> and he picks that fucking song to fucking bar fight with the fucking No, there's no fucking way that is just casually uh, like in some bar's soundtrack. Oh, no, 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 no. That I was making that up. That's conjecture. Okay. I was no. about to like shit my britches and like explode because <laughs> if that's how they would have handled it in the movie. Well, oh, that's on that's on the B-roll footage <laughs> of uh Oh, sorry, Ryan, you giggled mid mid joke. Sorry. No, that was me still from the, from the last one. They fight on like a, like a, at night on a beach. Oh, yes, they do. It's romantic. It's fucking great. And of course, the kids, they want nothing to do with uh, Mark DeCascos. You know, they want, they don't, they're fucking, they're rebellious Miami Latinos. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're going to laugh at this. Until he takes down Screwface, and then they, you know, grudgingly respect him. <laughs> in his white high top, fucking. It's great. It really is great. There's another movie I remember as a kid that I can't. I can. I don't. I would be shocked. I wouldn't even know what to search for. But it was a bunch of like high school delinquents who were oh, somehow. I'm good at this game. Were somehow forced into being like in a paramilitary organization. Major pain. <laughs> nope. Red Dawn. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not Red Dawn. Toy Soldiers. It's not Toy Soldiers. Although Toy Soldiers is a that's another, another one, one if you haven't seen. Right. You should probably see Toy Soldiers, gentlemen. I love Toy Toy Soldiers. I love Tolstoy Soldiers. <laughs> right. Yep. That makes there it is. I love Tolstoy's soldiers. How much land does Para, man need? You know what I'm saying? Uh, paramilitary, Ryan. You're you're stumping me here. Give me more, because I I should be able to get this. That's honestly, that's what I'm saying. That's 
all I got. Well, if and it was in the eighties, so it had to have C. Thomas Howell in it then, in some most form. likely. Most likely, I can't. I can't yeah, stop picturing Mark Dacascos and his Zach Morris kicks on the playground. I'm pretty sure he's wearing one of those half like half belly eighth grade football practice shirts, but I'm not certain on that. I uh, I just wore that shirt you described to a mm-hmm. Cubs game. You would. Not not four days ago. None of that surprises me. I wore a I wore a black sleeveless belly shirt. Mesh. That's uh there's a lot yep. happening there. Yep. There was a lot to take in. I don't know if you know or not, but I don't look good in that shirt. Nonsense. Uh it's well. It is what it is. You I mean, don't give it an A effort at least. I well, I didn't give it. I didn't get an A for effort. I gave it like an effort, like yeah. A effort. Yeah. yeah, that's. I heard you right. Okay, good. <laughs> so that you was gave a, it some degree of effort. I love. I love your backhanded compliment there. Thank you. Like, well, you know what? Good for you. You gave it a effort. <laughs> just, <laughs> just one, but not not an A for effort. Mm-mm. You gave it a, a, a effort. <laughs> At least it was black, oh. you know. That's it was black. Was it Rumblefish? The only one I had. Did you say Babelfish? Rumblefish. I don't. That, know that no, is. that's uh, that's like the the Outsiders sequel or something. It is. But I don't believe it's paramilitary. I wasn't sure. I just it's the closest oh, thing I found on this list. Dude, what'd you search for? List of what? Yeah, I what searched, the fuck did you search for? <laughs> I searched heartwarming, rebellious students paramilitary movie. <laughs> and it there's took and you there's to a Rumble list, fish? And, I, and I came up with 15 classic teen rebellion movies. There's a list? That surprises me very little. There's a list yep. for everything on, like, BuzzFeed or some shit. Right? Or, well, so that, uh, or, or so I'm told. Not quite sure how we got down into this sinkhole. Mm. It's a ba- it's a banter cast. It's just been, oh I forgot that's right. It's just been 50 minutes of maybe yeah, it's we were talking about music. Pie. Then we were talking about Joe's Spotify feed, and then naturally we, before you know what we're doing, Capoeira. It's not Combat High, I promise. Hmm. It's also not Iron Eagle. Speaking of Lou Gossett Jr. Yep. Watched the shit out of that movie. And then they made some Iron sequels Eagle? and it wasn't as fun. Yeah. Like there was Iron a few Eagle plot two. holes in it, but uh, it's okay. I'll let it slide. Here's a list of the 150 of the best lesser-known 1980s movies. And number one is a movie called The Zero Boys. All with right. No one in it I've ever seen or heard of before, except for Joe Estevez. And that's number one? Who is clearly like a... I love that he exists. Yeah, he, he's, he is general. like... He's an Estevez of, of the Estevezes. He's, he's like the Trump-supporting Baldwin brother. Yes. Of the Estevezes. Yes, the lesser. But there's another one here starring Roddy Piper called Hell Comes to Frogtown. And that's not number one? 
<laughs> no, it's number uh, five. And it's uh, after like an early attempt at Dante's peak. After a nuclear war, the survivors are divided between horribly mutated beings who live on desolate reservations and fertile women who are searching for scarce puerile men in order to multiply. Oh, it's a first oh, attempt at Lost. My. All right. Starring Roddy, Rowdy Roddy Piper in, a, in the lead role. Oh. This, <laughs> this, list must, this list must be watched. Must? Must. I don't know. I don't know. I'm having a... I'm, I'm a little tired. I may have had a little bit of the... Uh, the uh, like the, the devil's the, urine? The night... The, what? The, the devil's, devil's urine? urine. <laughs> yeah, did you say you had the night terrors? <laughs> no, I was trying to say that I had some night quill. Oh, oh, a little bit ago. I'm, I'm on the, the scissor. <laughs> As it were. <sighs> Night quill. As you like it. <laughs> I take jokes like that for granted. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh, Robert Carradine and Billy D. Williams in number one with a bullet? I'd watch that. Fucking A, right? I'd watch that. All right, I got to see if I can get all these on DVD. Luke has a junior in uh, Firewalker with Chuck Norris. I think I've seen that one. This is a fun one. A pair of adventurers try to track down an ancient Aztec slash Mayan slash Egyptian slash Apache horde of gold. Wow. (laughs) They couldn't just they couldn't figure out which one. They They didn't want to to be just a little racist. So they want to die. Hit every... cash really got around is what I'm saying. Just <laughs> just make him Aztec and Mayan and Egyptian and Apache. It's fine. Is that King Solomon's Mines? Is that that movie was? Uh, no, that was Firewalker. Oh, yeah. Well, that, maybe I didn't see that. So, Nick. Hmm. What have you been geeking on? Which means tell me about Absinthe. Indeed. Um, as part of the uh, the celebrations, um, we disco- I stumbled upon that there is a tavern not far from my uh, living space that touts itself as a as a absinthe specialty bar. And I said, that sounds like some trouble that we should probably do. Uh, not knowing much about it other than, you know, it's urban legend drenched. Uh, for you know being illegal and hallucinogenic and all that other fun shit, and knowing that it was around in Europe when I was there, but I didn't actually get my hands in any of it, and I don't know that I would have drank it even if I did because I didn't know what it was, and I don't like to try and walk up walls. It's not good. <laughs> try it. Uh, I I won't. Uh, so. <laughs> Without giving too much of it away, because you you all have to be indoctrinated to it. Oh, definitely. Uh, was was legalized for import uh, in two thousand five, I believe. Sounds right. Um, the very very short version of it is is that it originated in France um, over a hundred years ago, and it it did have some inadvertent hallucinogenic principles from the wormwood. Uh, that wasn't des- it wasn't designed to be a hallucinogen, and then it was moderately popular, but it drew the ire of the uh, French wine mafia. So they're the ones that actually kind of got some 
publication to spin the yarn that it was, you know, madly hallucinogenic or could kill you. And so they kind of got it blacklisted. Which is crazy because they can't even say hallucinogen. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, the wormwood is the key ingredient that gives it some of that green tint as well as, you know, in massive, massive, massive quantities of the essence of would give you some tweaks. Uh, but there's not nearly levels of that in the product that's imported to do anything like that. It's just a, a really interesting specialty liqueur. Uh, very, very high, um, like 140 proof-ish. And the method of consumption involves just the different ways that you season it or or cut it. Um, so it was... Uh, it was much better than I anticipated. Um, it was a lot of fun. And if, uh, if you ever sojourn up this way, Lindsay and I both had a lot of fun with it. Um, got educated up on it a little bit. Also a very good bar in general. They do a lot of, uh, of, um, flavored steeped bourbons. Hmm. They take, yeah. uh, they take a, they take like a pony keg, a, a, well, a wooden one, like a half keg, and they fill it with half 1792 and half uh, Buffalo Trace. And they threw an ass of figs in there and locked Ooh. it up for three weeks or so or a month. Exactly so one they, ass of figs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like ass and a half possibly. Mm. So my guy was whipping me up uh, some nameless thing featuring this figgy buffalo trace, and it was outstanding. So good bar, uh, cool absinthe. I felt kind of kind of trendy, dickish, um, but uh, very good, very fun. Would recommend it. It's a cool deal. So I'm uh, yeah. Uh... I'm, Two things. One, mm. absinthe is my favorite drunk I've ever had. Where were uh, you? I was in Italy. How long ago? Uh, 2012. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, great drunk. Like, body it, got drunk, mind super clear. Fantastic. It, 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 was, uh, it was interesting. It really was. I mean, I didn't get too deep into it because I was driving. But um, it, it's, it was kind of... I would almost kind of equate it to another popular narcotic in that you kind of get a little, yeah, a little focused giggly. Would you, mm-hmm. would you concur with that? I would, I would concur with that. So I would actually be very interested in taking it to a, a several more drinks level just for funsies. Sold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, good for uh, educational purposes. Other, of course. other fun right. thing. Do you know what other wormwood based liquor you can get in Chicago? Malort. Malort. <laughs> is that is really is wormwood and malort? Yep. I did not know that. I have never had malort, as you know. So you well, hold on a second. <laughs> You've never had malort? No. No. So my favorite words. <laughs> we might have to make a I've only heard it through Joe's mouth and I just sort of became a fun thing, but I don't think I don't think I've ever seen it. In it's all around. honesty. You never want to taste it. Well, that's uh, oh. that. You've painted the picture it, quite well. It tastes like, like a I, war crime. Mm, my lord. 
<laughs> Damn. <laughs> no, it all comes full circle sometimes. So, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, so to bring that full circle and not full circle to war crimes, we should uh, yeah, we'll have to have a Chicago drink. Yes. <laughs> Drinky <laughs> thing. And uh, yeah, you bring the Malort and I'll, I'll sponsor the absinthe. So. Done. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just kick it right to you then, Joe. Uh, what have you been geeking on? I have been geeking on the tick this week. Um, I finally had some, some time yesterday and... Amazon's uh, The Tick series came out on Netflix about a month ago. Or not on Netflix, on Amazon Prime. I just said that. Well, wow. Well. Um, yeah, and it was good. I mean, it was delightful. Uh, Ryan, in our group chat, you mentioned that you're a Warburton apologist, so I started watching that series as well. And uh, right as of right I now, think, I, I don't think you said a new apologist. One. I think you said mm-hmm. purist. Oh, purist. purist. I'm sorry. My my apologies. Good. But, yeah, they're they're both good. They have the similar sense of humor, um, and it was just it was just a delightful romp and a really good Nick, and especially for you, uh, it was a really good detox from the current uh, zeitgeist of superhero film. Yeah, yeah, it's a little more light, or much, much more light, much more capable of making fun of itself. Um, there's some playful fourth wall breaking that was really fantastic. Um, and not not exactly in the same way as Deadpool. It was like its own thing, but it, it was good. They they do a really really good job at sticking true to the spirit of the Tick. I don't know if you guys like used to, you you said that you would watch the Patrick Warburton one ride, but there was also right. a cartoon and comics for this. That, like I remember growing up with this. I, this yeah, is... I grew up on the Tick and Earthworm Jim. Yes. So my man, I'm looking forward to that remake. I, I'm about it. I would love to see one, but yeah, no, they, they do a fantastic job with the tech and I, I completely agree. It's a very, very, uh, refreshing take on something that has really quickly become oversaturated. Yeah. It's like, it's like I've been staring at the color orange for too long and this was just, just a pale opaque white to stare at. It was great. Wow. The weird thing was the after image of Jesus that was flashing before my eyes. I was going to say. Anyway, Rai, how about you? Uh, I'm making uh, <clears throat> I'm making my own bitters. Nice. Or, Fun. Or trying to make my own bitters. Uh, one of my Kickstarters I backed a while ago came through. Um, it was called Alkisma. Al- um, it's got a uh, it's a glass bottle. You unscrew the bottom. It's got a, like a micro fine filter in there that you can you could pack this thing for whatever you want. Screw it in, and then you can infuse liquors, uh, infuse different waters, or you could uh, make bitters with the jug. So I, I've decided to make bitters as my first step. You can make, you can make bitters with the juds. <laughs> yep, <laughs> Naomi and Winona. Not fucking Ashley, though. I hear you. Holler. So, yeah, that's uh, that process starts. Um, well, that process starts as soon as I get all the stuff to, that I need to do. I'm trying to find Star Anise 
and the store I stopped at today didn't have any. So, I'm sorry, star anus, anus tart. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, I miss I think, that show. I think you can walk into almost any Indian restaurant and just find star anus laying around places. Like in the like most, in the most brewery, hey, brewing any brewing supply place will have it, right? You think? I do you know, I, know. I never even I never even thought to stop there. Um, I've been trying to find it at like Aldi's and stuff and Walmart here. Your local Jewel Osco, I think, has it. <laughs> hey, speaking of fucking Jewel Osco's in Chicago, were we? No. But continue. Oh. I feel like I know where this is going. So I got myself. I don't. Uh, I was at a bachelor party oh, over nope. this last over this last weekend, and we decided that we would. Uh, someone needed to go to the store and get like sirloin for like steak and eggs. And I said, yeah, mm-hmm. fuck, I'll do that. So I go and I buy like 11 sirloin steaks. And uh, I get to the line. I check out. The lady says, do you need a bag? And I said, uh, no, because it's only like a two-block walk back to the uh, Airbnb that we have. And uh, then on second thought, I said, you know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll take a bag. And this was after I paid. And she said, oh, well, it'll be seven cents. Yeah, what? they charge for bags now. And I, 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 I actually said, I actually told her to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't like tell her, I mean, I didn't like curse her children. I just said like, fuck off. And she <laughs> looked at me and I was like, like expecting her to be like, ah, just kidding. Take the bag. And she nope. was like, no, sir, it's, it's seven cents. And I was like, I, I, I was beside myself. I was dumbfounded. Are they Seven that hard cents. up for, for cash? No, they just don't want you to use bags in Chicago. Well, I no, mean, they want you to pay to have the privilege of using a bag in Chicago. Well, yes, but the idea is that if people have to pay for a bag, then eventually they'll not use it. So, or that they'll switch to a reusable one, so they don't have to buy bags every time. Seven cents. She was gonna That's... have to. She was gonna make me like re-swipe my card. That is I a was, little silly. I was dumbfounded. Just lose cents. the seven cents. Just, just give me a bag. Actually, or just what do your paper bags cents. cost? Ten cents? Or just listen to some stranger tell you to fuck off and then grab his steaks and walk out of your store, talking about how backwards the state is. That's what I did. <laughs> Well played. Yeah. I told her. I got back at <laughs> you. You win. Got back at you, Blagojevich. <laughs> and the man. Uh, <laughs> Robert, how about you, man? Uh, let's see. Uh, I had a couple of weddings that uh, I got to go to over the weekend. So those were both uh, absolutely fantastic. One of them was uh, uh, one of my longtime friends. Her name was Emily. Uh, she got married, uh, which was uh, just awesome uh that was a uh, friday night and then saturday one of the guys from my D group got married um and one of the other guys in my D group was the officiator for the wedding and then the rest of my D group was there for it so that was like really fantastic the the guy uh, his name's aaron uh his wife even got him like d10 uh d20 cufflinks 
and like it was like fantastic i was just very very excited to, to share all of that with them that was really cool so i'd enjoy a pair of d20 couplings i think i'm saying dude there's like i i want those for just like all the time anytime that i well, ever have to wear cufflinks there you go i mean you wouldn't want like you wouldn't want like at the gym <laughs> yeah I'm nope just, i'm gonna I'm put suddenly them in a little I'm charm bag with like these... davos's fingers <laughs> <laughs> that was slick, Joe. I like it. Gonna so, yeah. use it for a valor roll on my next lift. <laughs> Maxing out, better roll. Uh, <laughs> roll, roll the better roll links. fortitude. <laughs> fortitude. <laughs> Some three five slipping through if I've ever heard it. Thank God I have that gregarious quirk, or I'd never be able to talk to the person one treadmill over. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Darn it. Cantankerous again. Uh, that's a little inside. Well, let's baseball. see. My to make it my, to my my to make an attack is really low. So <laughs> that's that's fun. <laughs> oh shit! What's your to avoid? <laughs> What's your to avoid? Uh, your t dot av dot. Your tab. What's your tab? OG. Right. Jesus. Uh, I picked the wrong day to stop sniffing glue. I picked the right day to start. I, I'm going to guess there's probably plugs for that. Right around the corner. Plugs. I actually found glue. <laughs> A couple hours ago. <laughs> Apparently. Nico here. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Chapsnatter, and listen to our twats. Especially from Rob Basis, he will keep you up to date on all the latest and greatest going on with the show. Also, follow us on YouTube, iTunes, and RedTube. The five stars. We love you. Hello, this is Sherlock Holmes. If you can't get enough Cartoon Joe, check out him. Check him out on this this freaking show podcast on uh, Saturday mornings at 11 a.m. Get on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash geekcastlive for special content, perks, and that warm, fuzzy feeling that you're doing something awesome and helping out our podcast. We wouldn't be anywhere without you guys, and we look forward to bringing you geeky content for a long time to come.